0: Oh, boy, I'm really looking for something cool to do in Australia
3: at the moment. Hey, man, um, I know a couple of things you could do. Yeah? Are you going to be in Brisbane by chance anytime soon? I think I won't, but I've got friends there. <laughs> well, maybe you should tweet or tell your friends that Cameron James will be there from March 13 to 19 doing his show at the Brisbane Comedy Festival and when I say he, I mean me. I Mm. am Cameron James. I've heard he's funny. I've heard he's the next big thing. It's me. You can just say you. (laughs) Okay, you. (laughs) Uh, Also, I'll be in Melbourne for the Melbourne Comedy Festival from the end of March to the end of April doing every single night except for Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. So, go to alist.com.au to get tickets. Please come along. It'll be so much fun to hang out with you and I'll make you laugh for an hour, I promise.
0: And I also am hosting Greenlights Comedy Nights on the 31st of March, it's a Friday night at the Gaelic Club. It's only ten bucks. It's in Sydney, baby, and it is headlined by the Madman himself, John Conway.
3: Oh, that'll be fun. I wish I could be there, but unfortunately, I'll be doing my thing. I will miss you. I'll promise to try and miss you. Thank you. On to the show. <laughs> it's my check.
0: It's my check. The podcast by Mike. My- Hello and many Shagadella greetings to all of you horny babies listening to another episode of Mike Check with Cameron James and Alexi Toliopoulos.
3: I am Alexi Toliopoulos and you are... I'm Cameron James and you are listening to the only podcast in the known cosmos Mm -hmm. where two comedians slash... Funny men. Funny men (laughs) slash academics watch the entire exhaustive filmography of fellow funny man mm-hmm. Mike Myers just to check if they're still good now not just all of these films are are, are films mm-hmm. some of them are in fact not films
0: some of the we sometimes we take a little uh, a little path down away from the main road of the filmography of Mike Myers and talk about some of the weird stuff that he's done
3: things that he's done online mm-hmm. sketches interviews live performances this one however is this is the first time we've done anything of this ilk, yes, I would say.
0: and the- I was so excited to find out this existed. Uh-huh. What we are talking about today is the Austin Powers Electric Pussycat Swingers Club MTV Special That's from right. 1997.
3: Now, we were clued into this by a horny baby out there by the name of Bo... Yep, Bo Facebooked us and said Dudes, you won't believe it uh-huh. I've just found evidence of an Austin Powers canonical vehicle Starring yep. Mike Myers He sent us the link we paid for it, and when I say we, I mean Alexi Me, paid for
0: it. I paid for it, and I'm happy
3: too. to find that there's more Austin out there. That's priceless,
0: baby. How I,
3: much uh, How much have you spent on this podcast already?
0: Okay, so the hats, uh-huh. the, uh, the Austin Power Spy Shag Me hats that we wear mm-hmm. every episode when we record yep. uh, were $90 in total. <laughs> <laughs> um, I paid for some DVDs and Blu-rays Of the Wayne's World movies, Austin Powers movies That's fine, I won't count that I would have bought them nonetheless View from the top? View from the top was, f- I think, $8 Extra rental copy from eBay
3: Okay, Um. Pete's Meteor?
0: Pete's Meteor, unfortunately, that was $14
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Tragically, Tragically that j- was 14
0: Tragically, that... Um,
3: and I want you to remember that Yeah, in I don't forget it years to come, it. when you... Are destitute Yeah And you just You look in your bank account You've got Negative six dollars You can't even afford A sandwich I want you to remember
0: You know when we recorded That episode And I had the breakdown About spending fourteen dollars On Pizza Meteor <laughs> Yeah I got probably Seven messages or so From uh, Horny Babies Offering to PayPal me <laughs> PayPal me <laughs> back for
3: it <laughs> Oh god, that's so funny. Um you've also bought some fat guy merchandise, yep. Um, You're uh, holding
0: my Austin Powers doll in your hand Austin now. Powers he Voodoo was about doll. 10 bucks.
3: Yep, and now finally today we've gotten to the Austin Powers Electric Pussycat Swingers Club MTV special mm-hmm. from 1997 which you paid for from eBay. How yes. much was it?
0: $40. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> A dollar a minute. A dollar a minute for this
3: one. It was actually 40
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, with the exchange rate, it ended up being $40. Oh, my God. A dollar a minute.
3: what's incredible about it is it is in no way an official release at no. all. Oh, it's-
0: it actually it's like an MTV screener, I it's believe. It's a screener. Well, it's got like MTV logos and stuff on it. Printed on the cover. That yeah. oh, it doesn't mean anything. We'll go Here, I'll, get- I'll eject it <laughs> from the player. We can have no, a- no, no. I'll have a look. See what it is. I'll
3: have a look later. Mm. But, um... It's clearly taped from TV.
0: Clearly it's taped from
3: TV. It's got the beginnings of ads in them that are but, clipped off.
0: Yeah, but it's also one of those things where it's like, this was before they knew how to make DVDs properly. So mm. it's also just like, it comes up on the screen as a menu where you just click one thing. Yeah, like, uh,
3: there's no there's no chapters. No chapters. I believe if you skip, it's just every five minutes. Yeah, and it ends with static Yeah. That's when you know you're watching something official, isn't it? When a DVD cuts to static at the end. Maybe
0: it's not official. Maybe I funded (laughs) piracy this week.
3: I think you did. I think you funded piracy. I think you sent your money, your $40 went straight to the pirate Uh bay. And um, I guess you should be ashamed and locked up. And I'm proud of myself. But you know what else I think? I think it's very groovy, baby Oh, me horny, me so horny (laughs) So thanks, Bo on Facebook, for hooking us up with this link We were very excited, we had some new Austin to talk about
0: Oh my goodness, I couldn't be more excited about this And even now that we've just watched, I'm still very shagadelic, baby Let's just dive into, right now, Hmm. the MTV Austin Powers electric pussycat swingers club special to promote the original austin powers international man of mystery release (laughs) international mystery right now here's a little taste of it
2: it's austin powers electric psychedelic pussycat swingers club Yeah. So he's said, wrecked him, I almost killed him <laughs> Oh, excuse me, I didn't see you come in Allow myself to introduce myself My name is Austin Powers and this is my shagadelic swinging shindig, baby Do you like the groove? Do you? Let's do it, baby baby well as you know i've been frozen since 1967 and a lot's happened since then you might think that i'm out of date but as long as people are still having promiscuous sex with many anonymous partners while experimenting with mind expanding substances in a consequence-free environment i'll be sound as a pound man yeah did he say
1: what i thought he said did she say what he thinks she thought did he say what she thinks he thought
2: now The reason I'm throwing this swinging shindig is to celebrate the release of my new film. Excuse me, darling. Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. It comes out May 2nd and Stars Myself and the beautiful Miss Elizabeth Hurley. Did that make you horny, baby? Yeah. Yes, that makes me horny.
1: If Bjork and Beck had a child, would it be named... Yet?
2: If Cher's ex-husband called John Lennon's widow in Italy, would it be Sonny Bono Telefono Yoko Ono? Who writes this stuff anyway? If U-2's lead singer did free legal work, would it be Bono Pro Bono? In order to fully grasp the humor of the last item, you must know that the Irish rock and roll band U-2 is led by a gentleman named Bono. Also, you need to be familiar with certain terms used in the legal profession. Trial work done for free is known as Pro Bono work, Pro Bono being Latin for as a gift. Thus, the joke concludes with the witticism Bono Pro Bono. Какой <laughs> Oh, thanks, baby. Yeah. Got a of ice
3: camouflage. Now, we've watched Goldmember a few times lately, and the last time we watched it. I've watched it seven it...
0: times this year. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's reasonable. Um, that's something a sane person would do. Uh, you Last time we watched it, you confessed to becoming quite emotional because yep. this is the end of the franchise, most likely. Yeah. We probably won't see Mike as Austin again. Mm hmm. How did you feel when you got that message from Bo on Facebook and you opened it up, and there was definitive proof that you were going to see Mike as Austin in something you'd never seen before again?
0: Yeah. I there's no absolutely no describing it. I, even now, just telling <laughs> <laughs> telling you, I've got a, a, the most genuine smile. Yeah. It made me so
3: fucking happy. What did you do? Talk me through everything that happened. I
0: straight away, I got so excited. I looked up how much was online. I'm like, well, I'll wait a week before I buy it Wait for the next pay cycle. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But it just made me really, really randy, baby. Uh Like, I just, I couldn't contain myself to know that I was going to see my favorite character in the history of film... Back on TV again. And it made me really excited seeing that first five-minute clip mm-hmm. uh, from the thing. Just seeing that it's just like a weird party that he's hosting. And it's just Austin talking directly to the camera. Had you, Which means he's looking at me in the <laughs> eyes the whole time. He may
3: as well, be instead of saying baby, he may as well be saying Alexi. Yeah. Does this make you Alexi, baby? <laughs> <laughs> It does. It made me a truer version of myself. It made you this. very Alexia. I just watched it with you. Now, mm-hmm. um, did you know anything about this before hearing about it? Had you heard inklings of such a thing?
0: Uh I think I read it somewhere, but I just never it never clicked to me that this was an attainable thing to see, and I kind of didn't even I never really cared until Bo sent that message and we saw the and I saw the clip and I was like, wow, this is real. This is Austin, baby.
3: Because here's the thing. This is... What it is, Horny Babies, is it's a promotional short film, I guess, or a promotional thing that's made... It was made in 1997. It came out before International Man of mm-hmm. Mystery was released. So the whole purpose of the special is to get people to go to the movies to see Austin Powers. And why that is strange is because no one has ever seen this character before. It'd be mm. like if there was a Ron Burgundy special that came out before rank Yeah. Yeah. And it was just Will as Ron Burgundy or, you know, a Borat one or something mm. like that. Or The God, closest, anything. I think,
0: to us having lived through something like this would have been when Borat uh, was on the cold open of SNL around mm. the time of the film's release.
3: But even then, you know... People knew Borat from the Ali G show, Yeah. so I don't know. It, it seems really rare, but I know these things did get made in the in the lead up to a big production. Mm. They would do things like this, but it's it's strange because it's essentially an ad, a forty minute ad, yeah, and it's it's got bits from the movie in it, mm. but then the main thing is kind of Mike as Austin hosting this live special, yeah, and. Okay, we just watched it. We Would literally it, just watched like, it. Like, just finished it then. What is your initial thoughts, Alexi?
0: My initial thoughts are... i have It's hard to place what my initial thoughts are because I think... I was just kind of ecstatic to see new Austin content, mm-hmm. new jokes, a new format for the character. Yeah. I think for that alone, seeing this character in a different format mm. is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
3: It's so strange, isn't it? Because he, this is a, a world where Austin has a TV show. Yeah. Like the world of this special that we just watched. He's yeah. hosting a show, talking directly to the camera, to the audience. He's aware that he's on camera. Mm-hmm. It's like something... We've never seen Austin like this before, baby. No. This ain't your granddad's Austin Powers. This is... Well, maybe it kind of is because <laughs> it's the first Austin Powers thing. It's supposed to be... Yeah, it's supposed to be the original thing, right? It's before yeah. the movie came out. It's... it's
0: it's The movie's been made. The movie has been edited. It's going to be released very soon at this point in time. And this is the first public, public taste of what
3: Austin Powers is. And I think what slightly confuses me or like fucks with my head is that when the thing starts it's almost as if this is an episode of a show from the 60s mm-hmm. that austin hosted like yeah. a in yeah. type show or like you were saying a soul train type yeah. show where there's a bunch of dancers and he kind of talks to the camera and riffs but then as it goes on he keeps talking about the movie Austin Powers yeah. International Man of Mystery that he has just filmed. Let's let's
0: describe what this is okay. so people can get a real idea of what this actual Strange creation is mm. because the first thing that we see is a little kind of cut together newsreel montage that shows the 60s or like American history type stuff. Yep. So we CC, see JFK, civil rights, civil JFK, rights. uh, moon rocket mm-hmm. stuff flying mm-hmm. out of the ground, and then it cuts to Austin Powers showing him who he was. In- it's all in black and white, and it's
3: all footage from International Man of Mystery, yep. but graded black and white to yes. look like newsreel footage.
0: And then we then it kind of goes into color when we see Austin and cryo freezing and then it's like Austin is out of the 60s and in the present day baby he's not frozen anymore. And then it becomes basically Austin hosting a party on TV. Mm. And from what we could what from what we could tell uh, from our limited knowledge of this kind of era of comedy like 60s TV comedy pre-sitcom stuff or is, is... This is what Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In was. Yeah. Which was the show that starred Goldie Horn, which was an extremely popular yeah. uh, Flower TV Flower, power, sh- yeah. variety
3: show. Uh, Steve Martin used to write for it, mm-hmm. uh, a few other people. Like, very famous 60s, yeah, sketch variety show. Yeah. And I think this is their take on that. And also, it had a touch of the, like, Playboy After Dark mm-hmm. vibe where there's... A set full of extras that are just yep. kind of milling around for dancing, vibe and yeah. dancing. And Austin is kind of like uh, just kind of this sexy, suave host who kind of swans around to different parts of yeah. the set and talks to different people and has little... Interactions. Interactions with them. One and- of
0: the interactions that they have in this show, uh, it's I it, it, they call it quickies mm. and they make a joke about it being called quickies. But it's basically just uh, a two-line joke. And they yep. keep on coming up. There's all these like repeated two line jokes over and over again, and that was from the laugh in format. And most famously, Richard Nixon was part of one of them. Oh right, and that's why it's become like kind of this legendary thing.
3: So, do you mean those little talking heads clips? that Those ca- talking head
0: up? things, but also just when two characters will talk together yeah. and they'd set up a joke. Like, what was an example of one of them?
3: Um, you know, like, uh, hey, if the musician Beck and the musician Bjork. Had a child, would it be called Björk? Yeah. It was all stuff like that.
0: A lot of. Uh, B- Björk featured very heavily yeah. in the jokes. Very She of has its a time. strange name. Yeah. There was one where it's like, if the musician Björk. Uh, Sweden's. Sweden's number, uh, Iceland's number one uh, musician and Sweden's number one tennis player had a baby, would it be Björk Björnborg?
3: Yeah, it was all stuff like that. And then also, this is where it kind of started to also play with the. My idea of what this was: these little talking heads mm-hmm. clips would pop up, where you would get very of the time celebrities. Yeah.
0: it would either be kind of beautiful young actress types Models. that we that uh, we don't know who they are, who
3: would kind of their faces would pop up on screen for a second, and they'd say some really um, non sequiturial line. line, or uh, a they'd one say liner. a
0: word that was meant to sound erotic. Yeah. so stuff like Krakatoa. Or um, Na- ice
3: cubes, or yeah. navel oranges, or yeah. something. It was sort of, I guess, the gag was Austin saying any word can sound sexy. Yeah, yeah, uh, and then or, or it was split between them or famous people from 1997. So Rosie O'Donnell is the
0: first person we see.
3: Juliana <laughs> yeah. um Stephen Weber from Wings, yeah, like, all these people that are so of the time. Popping up in little shots. And, and then, then
0: there's a couple of people from the Austin Powers movies. We see Michael York. Mm-hmm. And we see um, Robert Wagner.
3: Robert Wagner, uh, accused murderer. Uh, well, he's not
0: accused. <laughs> so accused. We don't, I'm accusing unform, him. Unformally accused murderer. But I like,
3: suspect. Can we just
0: call him likely murderer, Robert Wagner? Yeah, I think and so. And he doesn't have an eye patch. So it, didn't, it took me a second to realize yeah. that's
3: Robbie. I was like, who's that? Murderer-looking motherfucker. And then, I, and then I clicked. I was, oh, it's Robert Wagner. Who's that
0: sinister figure lurking in the darkness? I
3: don't know. I'm just... In a split second, my instinct was, this man has murdered his wife.
0: My first instinct was to run and call the cops.
3: <laughs> uh, my first thought was, I don't want to be on a boat with that guy. And yeah. I don't know why. I
0: go, where's Chris walking <laughs> That was my other my other instant reaction. Where's the other guy?
3: Oh, Christopher walking away from the accusations. Mm, he's... Cool. He's gotten off Scott Free. Yeah,
0: exactly. Scotty don't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then you also Mike himself in one. Yeah, that was odd. There's
0: one where, like, it's two seconds where Mike plays himself where he's like, who writes this stuff?
3: Yeah. And then there were also some MTV figures in there. Uh, who was it? Kurt Loder. Yeah. A few other VJs from, like, classic era... Uh, MTV, news. And I think
0: Kurt Loder's role was pretty funny. Yeah, I think it was the funniest. So, Kurt Loder, who is he for those who may not know?
3: Kurt Loder was the MTV News anchor from the, I think, 80s and 90s. Pretty much like the classic era of MTV that people, people remember. He is, mm, I think one of his most famous uh, moments on MTV was breaking the news of Kurt Cobain's death. And he sort of was the voice of y- sardonic... Y- intellectual youth yeah. from, for the 90s, for, for that generation, Gen X. So he's, a, he's older than us. He's mm-hmm. older than our time. But I pretty much only know him because he was on Portlandia a couple of seasons ago playing himself. Yeah. And so, you know, he clearly has a sense of humor about himself. And in this, he sort of is doing his role of, like, explaining things in a kind of... He's
0: called The Explainer. Yeah,
3: he's like doing intellectual explanations of Austin's jokes to people, but then kind of giving up on them and swearing and stuff. Mm Yeah,
0: and I think him giving up on them was real. I think it's real too. It seemed very funny and very real. Because he would just be basically... Because all Austin is, and a lot of the jokes, is just wordplay Mm. that is ironically funny. Yeah. And it's a lot of him explaining the jokes how the wordplay works so, in that for
3: example the Björk bjorn borg one that yeah. you mentioned earlier it would cut to kurt Loder going "Björk is a icelandic singer and mm. uh in the 1970s bjorn borg was a oh, fucking hell who cares like, yeah <laughs> yeah are getting exasperated by explaining the jokes which is pretty funny because yeah. it seems real i think all that stuff was pretty off the cuff
0: I think so. And I think it's great to have uh, a character like that have to be around this world. Like, because he's not exactly a square, but he definitely has the attitude of, I'm um, too cool or good for this. It's like, like
3: for people um, for people who want a current reference, I would say, imagine if Mark Maron, if mm. they were cutting to Mark Maron. Yes.
0: Exactly right.
3: Yeah. And if it was sort of like a. Um, I don't know, Amy Polar sketch or some weird ass. Weirdos UCD. goofing around. Yeah. And, and he- then it would all like if if it was comedy Bang Bang, yep. the T V show, but then they would cut to Mark Marin every now and then to yep. try and decode what the sketch was. Yeah. And he would just hate it.
0: Yeah. That's a perfect <laughs> perfect analysis yeah. of what it is.
3: And that's um that's kind of the vibe you get, which works. Pretty funny. Um but I mean, do I really want to see someone like Cutting Austin Powers' humor in half? Not really.
0: I think I did for this mm. because this is um, this is MTV baby, music television. This is the hip happening place of the '90s, mm-hmm. and I think Austin Powers being quite a cutting edge. Comedy for the '90s as well. It's cool to kind of see something like that come up against what is the establishment of '90s uh, alternative popular culture. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Like, I think I like I like those two things butting up together, and it's Austin entering the MTV world and taking over it. And the guy, go- and when Kurt Loder takes him down, he leaves because he's <laughs> he's like, I'm not, I don't fit in here.
3: Yeah, true, true. That's true. Um, speaking of MTV and the 90s, this is almost a music video compilation. Yeah, it
0: pretty much is. It's like a mm. hosted music compilation format. Yeah. Where he'll uh, he'll be either introducing clips from Austin Powers or introducing clips uh, of music videos. There were cool, a few cool music videos that popped in. There was a Spice Girls one. Which was a Spice Girls song? Uh,
3: Say I'll Be There, I think yeah. it was. Oh, and I'm we giving you everything, everything. all the joy mm-hmm. you bring. Come Come me there. there. Yeah, really fun song, very sexy, very sixties. Yeah, and I think it was. Like it's been a very long time
0: since I've listened to the Spice Girls at all, yeah, and yeah. probably for you as well. Yeah, but we're of that age where they were the biggest thing in the world at the like time. For a,
3: for younger horny babies out there, if you need mm-hmm. a current uh, thing to compare it to. Think like Mark Maron.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Think something cool, sexy, hip, yeah. like Mark Think Maron. like WTF, the yes. podcast,
3: but the girl band version of that. For
0: us, that was WTF.
3: <laughs> that was the original WTF. <laughs> like, you'd put on a Spice Girls album, you'd lock the gates, and then you just- And you go, am I doing this? <laughs> And like, yeah, really?
0: I am doing this. And then, because we were young, power did shit my pants maybe a couple <laughs> of times when they were around.
3: Yeah, obviously the Spice Girls were like one of the... They were a huge phenomenon yeah. for our age group, I guess. And, I rem-
0: uh- still remember getting my my first Spice Girl CD. Oh, yeah. It we- was not the first CD I bought with my own money, which mm-hmm. was Ice-T's original Gangster when I was 11 years old.
3: Very telling.
0: Yes. Uh, I was an angry boy for a few <laughs> years, but I only took it out just in my own headphones. Yeah. And um, I remember getting that, spy- like, the first Spice Girl single that I had. Mm-hmm. I remember Victoria Beckham wearing a beautiful see-through dress, oh, and boy. I was just... Uh, it was a big awakening for me.
3: Yeah. Well I need to confess to you yeah. and to the horny babies that in my primary school years I was not only a fan of the Spice Girls, but I was in the Spice Girls official fan club.
2: Really, yes, dude. I was.
3: I think I may have been as well. I used like, to it was get... like a magazine subscription thing. It was a magazine stuff. subscription yeah. thing and every fortnight or month you'd get a collection of um photos yeah. of the Spice I was Girls. In. I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about it. I forgot about it. <laughs> and you get stickers and stuff yeah. like that. I had... Um, It was really weird in my school. There were only 12 boys in my primary mm. school in my year. And we were all... Just because we were all very good friends with the girls as well. Yeah. We were all into the same things that the girls yeah, were into. Yeah, that's how it was. Yeah, so, like, if the girls were like, oh, Spice Girls is cool then all the boys would be like yeah i guess they're cool and yeah. like every guy my year was into them and we would all like swap these spice girls photo official photos like yeah. you would swap pokemon, pokemon cards, cards or something yeah um i and- think
0: what's um i think maybe why we get obsessed with this era and austin powers in general is because this is from an era before we were like gendered at all oh yeah and so totally. that's why i think i like this so much because it took me so back to my youth where i'd see this on rage and stuff just in the background yeah. of my life
3: like i would have on my in primary school in my bedroom wall i had a big spice girls poster one of those ones where it, it looks like it's been signed by them it's got yes, like a printed I- signature yes yes
0: yeah. i had that see this it that was one of the CDs as well. Yeah. I remember thinking like this was actually signed. Yeah, I'm- me
3: too. I used to kiss my <laughs> Victoria Beckham picture because I thought oh she was God. so hot. Oh my God. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught kissing her once by my dad and he just like walked in and saw me kissing this poster of Victoria, before she was Victoria Beckham, Yeah, back when she was Victoria Adams or whatever it yeah. was. And he, was- he just walked in and saw it and he- I think that's when he knew that I was going to grow up to shag. <laughs> he was like,
0: he, okay, we don't have to worry. He's a little shaggy. Yeah, he's yeah. a shaggy baby.
3: And then, uh, but then next to that, I would have, like, a like a poster of, like, a surfer or something like that. Like, yeah. I was just, it was such a weird time where, and that's why I think I've never really, um, I think I still like it. The fact that, that you can, there was a time where you could be into really feminine things and yeah. really masculine things at the same time. And well, no you one can gave be now. You, well, yeah, yeah, like, exactly. I feel, I feel like I still am like that. But through high school, you sort of change and you go one way yeah. or the other. But yeah, there was a it was an interesting time. You're right; it was like a pre gendered time. In- yeah, for us as mm. little boys. Yes, yeah, so it was very exciting to see the Spice Girls up on screen. Again. And I
0: think as well, I really liked seeing them in this because I think they come from a similar place as Austin Powers. Yeah, because they are totally nineties, mm-hmm. but they are so. Uh, like, their style, even their music kind of, is very much of that 1960s mod yeah. fashion.
3: Especially this song. And yeah. now, guys, I think you're probably imagining that there is a live performance from the Spice Girls in this. I don't want to get your hopes up. It's not. Yeah. It is literally just Austin Powers throwing to the music video for yeah. the song.
0: We also get a Beck. Mm-hmm. A Beck video
3: clip Cuts to a Beck music video At one point um, A Veruca Salt one mm-hmm. As well These are so of the time These and bands th- There's
0: one There's a, There's one that is Nancy Sinatra These Boots Yep uh, Which features in the Austin Powers movie But they, this is the only one Where they actually use The video clip From a old Music mm. video
3: It's strange um, It I mean it was It made me Instantly nostalgic And happy To, mm. to be able to sing along To this Spice Girls song again But It is a strange concept, isn't it? It's almost like, uh, what was that show that used to be on ABC? Recovery? Yeah. Where Dylan Lewis would kind of host in studio and throw to music videos and stuff Mm. like that. It's sort of that kind of feel where Austin's just like, let's check out this groovy song from the Spice But
0: (laughs) But the difference is as well that they cut back to Austin, the dancers also dancing
3: to the music. Yeah, yeah. It's interrupted with, yeah, footage of Austin dancing. Now, it made me wonder, mm-hmm. where do you, um, when do you think they shot this? Do you think they shot this at the time of the movie or later? No,
0: it would have been later. For sure, because they've got clips of the movie. Hmm. I reckon they would have shot this like, th- you know, maybe a month before they did, they released it. Less, yeah. maybe Less.
3: Wow, it's so strange.
0: I think, as well, one of the things that was strange that you kept mentioning that he kept losing the accent.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, you brought it to my attention first. You said that he sounded like his character Simon from SNL.
0: Yeah, Simon the Bath Boy from SNL. A little British boy, and it's a parody, uh, a hosted parody of, um, you know, like, kind of colonial stuff that we see here in the yeah. colonies on TV. Stuff that, was that would like- have
3: been on Canadian public broadcast, yeah, or something. Yeah, and very
0: boring like shows that you remember as a kid where you'd just be sitting there being (laughs) bored to them. I'm not saying Simon is boring. Simon is one of my favourite Mike Myers sketches. Kind of like a
3: play school thing Yeah, where it's like, yeah, two camera and it's all for children. And uh, one of Simon, this is Mike's character, one of Simon's catchphrases is, um, did you look at my bum? Did you? Did you see my bum? Did you see my bum? Did you Did really? You? Did, Did you, you re- really? Which is just a twist away from. Yeah. Do I make you horny? <laughs> Do I? Do, Do I? I really?
0: Yeah. And when he's saying, "Do I make you horny?" it feels more like. Yeah. Do I really? Seems more like Simon. Yeah. Which I think is really funny <laughs> because it's so cute and. I- Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I think that's it's unlocking more of the cuteness that we love about Austin. But I think it, him being, uh, what I'm going to say is so weird. In the movie, being kind of toned down. <laughs> the cuteness just is a bit apparent because it's cheeky and stuff. But for him doing in this live setting, t- amping it up into that childlike cuteness, mm. I think worked really well in making me laugh a lot.
3: I laughed... I think what made me laugh was there's a couple of times where Austin seems aware that he's made a lame joke, mm. which you never see in the movies. He's always the first one laughing at his own jokes, and then maybe occasionally he'll go, hmm, at the end of a joke, yeah. kind of realising it didn't quite land yeah. or whatever. But this one, he'll do a lame joke, and... There's almost like a record scratch where yeah. like the music stops and all the extras turn and look at him with this look like- And he just bombs. Oh, like what kind of- Yeah, like he bombed. <laughs> yeah. And then he kind of looks back at the camera and goes, sorry. And that like- was so funny. It made me laugh so much yeah. to see him acknowledge that he bombed yeah. and a- just apologize in yeah. a really cheeky way. It made it inspired me that that is what I will do next time I bom- bomb yeah. publicly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, like, do a bad joke and then just go, sorry, and be all cute about (laughs) it. And then just keep on going. Yeah, just move on. We learn
0: a lot of things from the greats.
3: (laughs) Yeah. We learn
0: a lot. Yeah. I think one of the other... uh, Maybe the highlight of the whole thing for me, as far as comedy goes, uh, in this format... Uh, would have been when the prodigy fire starter <laughs> is played.
2: <laughs>
3: oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about that. That's another one of the current yeah. songs that are played during this. Because it's, I think, one
0: of the babes in the in the music in the in the party. Yeah, she asks. Why don't we play something modern? Yeah. And then Firestarter by Prodigy starts playing, which is a very intense song. And Austin starts, like, having convulsions and stuff. He can't handle he it. He can't dance to me, He doesn't know what to do. And everyone else is doing, like, modern club ravey type yeah. dancing. And just Austin is just, like, just tripping balls and not knowing what to do. Yeah. And then there's, like, a message that comes up on the screen.
3: It's like it fucks with his head and he can't, um, he just can't process it. Yeah. And he starts, like, shaking. Yeah. And then he starts making this, like, uh, noise, and it's <laughs> yeah. kind of, like, zooming in on his face while yeah. he's freaking out.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. That's what I wanted from this. Yeah, yeah. Is I wanted it to be kind of Austin in a different setting and mm. a different uh, different attitude and being confronted by different things. <laughs> and it was, and that's why I think I really enjoyed this. Uh,
3: well, speaking of what you wanted from this, mm-hmm. now, you had told me the afterwards that you expected this to be filled with more sketches. Yes. Because you'd seen some Austin sketches.
0: Yeah, I found it. An- because when I looked up MTV Austin Powers special, I thought uh, there, w- there was only two things I found. One was a video, which is the first five minutes of this. Mm-hmm. And then the other was an Austin Powers Romeo and Juliet sketch. Which is the, because they were awesome powers and I believe Romeo plus Juliet came out in the same year. Baz Luhrmann's,
3: Baz Baz Luhrmann's, William Shakespeare's Romeo Romeo plus plus Juliet. Juliet. Now we never found out what that equaled.
0: Well, it equaled money, baby. I
3: think you're right. (laughs) I think think that movie grossed $1 million. I
0: think it grossed me out as a child. yuck, 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 yuck,
3: yuck. I was like, yuck. You guys are kissing, but it's not funny. I want to see... If I don't want to see kissing, I want to see shagging. (laughs) Baby.
0: That is what I sounded like as a child. (laughs) And um, it's a a fun scene. It's uh, Juliet's hanging out on the balcony. Austin's Romeo coming in.
3: Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? I'm over here, baby, and I'm about to fly up using a (laughs) jetpack. Pretty funny. And she keeps doing all lines from Bill's play, yeah. and he only talks in Austin speak. <laughs> he does some iambic pentameter
0: type yeah, stuff. Sure. He, he uses a few of the original ones, and then he'll just chuck man, at the end. end it's like, oh yeah, also I flew on a jetpack up here, and then she turns out to be one of the most dastardly creations known to man,
3: Jenny McCarthy.
0: <laughs> you, she was Jenny McCarthy. We think we
3: <laughs> anti-vaxxer yes, Jenny McCarthy. Exactly, is playing Juliet. But really, she takes a week off and she's a fembot. Yes. But what's scarier, an anti-vaxxer or a fembot? Well,
0: that is hard because fembots have the power of seduction. Yes. They can seduce any man bar one. Austin, Austin Powers. Powers.
3: And proof, proof that you can seduce every other man can be seen in... Jenny McCarthy's track record, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Um, She seduced him. I don't know who else she's dating. Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner, probably. Hugh Jackman. Mm, Maybe not that guy.
0: (laughs) 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 Maybe he's immune just like Austin.
3: (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying? Well. What are you saying? Well. Well, he's married. Is that what you mean? Yeah, he's married. He's got that little ring on his finger. Wait a minute. What do you mean by that? I mean, he's married. Okay, (laughs) all right. Uh, Yeah, Jenny McCarthy, uh, she's a fembot, and he does exactly what he does from the movie. Yeah. Takes his shirt off and dances for her. Touch
0: myself, starts playing by the Divinals, and he uh, just starts touching his hairy chest, her head blows up, and then he's just kind of left stuck awkwardly on the balcony.
3: And that's a sketch not from this special, but from the MTV Movie Awards.
0: Yes, from that year.
3: Now, that's a classic Mike trope to reuse his jokes from other media, Mm -hmm. repurpose them for new media, but did you expect that this special would have more things like that, more staged film pieces? Yeah, I thought
0: there was going to be a few like film pieces, like, oh, here's some more Austin for you, baby, Mm. like him... Him maybe walking through time or trying to do stuff like that, you know? Him learning more about the 90s in this. And there is one kind of sketch that is a very... I thought it was going to be more SNL style with Austin as the host. But there's one sketch here that is very SNL, very Mike and very Austin uh, and very confrontation with the 90s. And it is... Uh, a top 10, uh, hmm. almost a top 10 list. I don't think they go through a full 10 of uh, babes of the 90s.
3: That's right. Yep, yep, yep. Now, this is um, similar to Wayne's World's yeah. top 10 list.
0: Top 10 babes,
3: top yeah. 10... and it's... Uh- all right, immediately the setup, I'm in. Yeah. Mike doing a piece to camera where he lists top 10 babes. Yeah. Please, forget about Please, it.
0: Please, I want to know what the guy's into. Yeah. I want to get into that
3: mind. For the 90s, that's exactly. relevant. It's topical. Let's hit him. So, who have we got in the Number middle?
0: one, the aforementioned most devious creature, Jenny McCarthy.
3: Was she number one? I don't think she was. So. Well,
0: she was the first that he mentioned. There was no, no actually, numbers in the list. The
3: first one he mentioned, and I'm sorry to correct you on this, was Liz Hurley.
0: Oh yes, he said he did say Liz Hurley. She is... She's the
3: most shagadelic babe of the 90s.
0: He said that she's, like, basically in the pantheon of babes. We're not going to touch her. We already know she's the best one. We'll talk about some other ladies. Okay. So, he talks about anti-vaxxer Jenny McCarthy (laughs) (laughs) instead.
3: Anti-vaxxer and Jim Carrey's ex, Jenny McCarthy.
0: Exactly. She's a known kook in these days, but back then, she was a honey. She was was funny. She was co-hosting
3: Singled Out with Chris Hardwick. Exactly.
0: She ticked the three boxes that Austin needs... Funny, funny, sexy, sexy cool. cool. Definitely. Mhm. The next one, Selma Hayek. Yes, please. <laughs> you may. <laughs> Selma Hayek. Who is Selma Hayek?
3: Selma Hayek, famously in Kevin Smith's Dogma.
0: Yes, at this in this era, mm. that would have been her. Uh she would have been in Desperado at this sure. point. Or
3: maybe from Dust Till Dawn. Maybe not. Quite, but yeah, I've maybe around then. So yeah.
0: so she's a known babe.
3: Yep. Absolutely, a Still norm, is babe. to this day and an incredible actor.
0: Great actor as well mm-hmm. in her own right. And it's great now for the rest of this list, we can probably compliment everyone after Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is Academy Award winning actress and future James Bond babe, Halle Berry.
3: Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Now, from this era, I think she'd mainly been known as a model segueing over to acting. Mm, it, she'd probably she would have been, been in the Flintstones yeah, movie.
0: As Sharon Stone. Uh-huh.
3: Now that always that's fucks funny. with my head, that <laughs> joke. Always.
0: I think about it every
3: day that she's called Sharon Stone in the Flintstones movie. Yeah, yeah. I think it's maybe my favorite joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um yeah, she's she's great. I like Harley Berry. I think she's a great actor. I love her in this movie Jungle Fever from the nineties. Sure. Which is uh um a Spike Lee movie and she's Spike plays- Lee joint. It's a spike lee joint, excuse me. <laughs> excuse my excuse my ignorance. I'm not a real film buff, okay? I've come out. I'm a phono, I'm fake, I'm uncool, I'm not sexy. <laughs>
3: okay.
0: But I'm funny. I'll allow yeah, myself yeah, that. Yeah, she's great in that movie, fantastic. And then it's a tie for the next one. Mm. The Babes of Baywatch.
3: Now, that is timely, isn't it?
0: Very timely at that era. Sort
3: of. It's The show's been on the air for seven years at this point. Yes.
0: And still, it is one of the horniest things that's ever been created. Oh, God. Do I've you think some- Austin Powers is hornier or bo- boys of this era that have just found out Baywatch exists? Uh,
3: Probably me at that era yeah. when I discovered that Baywatch existed I remember I stayed home from How school old I was you? sick it would have been around this time mm. so I don't know I was old enough to old enough. be curious about bouncing boobs on the beach <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's actually is Cameron's uh, little kind of mouth exercise <laughs> he does before he goes on stage <laughs> you can catch him with the green going bouncing boobs on the beach Baywatch babes bouncing boobs <laughs> on the beach
3: Oh, I'll never forget watching that show for the first time and just realizing this show is 100% for me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's just for little dudes. Yeah, it is. I was kind of just a little bit too young and missed out on Baywatch. Yeah. But 100%- you caught I, up on Blu-ray, right? I, I, caught, I caught up on the Blu-ray.
3: Blu-ray, Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> Blu-ray, Baywatch, bouncing boobs, high definition, on the beach, Blu-ray, Baywatch. <clears throat> Yeah, Yeah. it's true. Yeah.
0: Um, But I was a little bit too young for this, but I definitely caught up. Where it was... uh, Of that era where I definitely um, had J-O'd to (laughs) (laughs) Bama Anderson more than anyone else. Yeah, you have to. Just because I knew... From the culture that she was hot. I don't think I've ever yeah. been attracted to her in no. real life. Just context
3: clues. You're yeah. told you have to, and you just do it. That's the thing. Boys are often told at the age of 13 or 12. They're yeah. pulled aside. Hey, And hey. they go, listen, if you're going to do it, you have to do it to Pam." <laughs>
0: uh, may I recommend Pammy? <laughs> <laughs> There's two options for young voices.
3: We've got a couple for you guys. You can
0: Pammy, me, Carmen Electra, Jenny yeah. McCarthy. Who are you guys interested Tiffany,
3: in? Tiffany, Amber Thiessen, yes. uh, Anna Nicole Smith. Yes. Or for the young dudes, you know, your Jonathan Taylor Thomas's. <laughs> JTT, baby. Yeah, if you're into that sort of thing.
0: You know, and I think that's what it, that's what it was. This is a part, this is why it's so tightly linked to us because this is all our adolescence. Yeah. Where we're like, we don't know what all of this is, but we're like, yeah, this is, I guess this is how I be um, a functional character yeah, in society. This is the
3: next step. I'm going to be really in, when you're like in year six and you're just starting to get a bit horny. Mm and you go, all right, I guess for the rest of my You're walking around my- your little pointer. <laughs> your little pointer. You see, I haven't learned to tuck it up yet and even if you did tuck it up, you are just wearing elastic-based yeah. waisted pants. <laughs> Very <Yeah>. dangerous. <laughs> Very dangerous. So, you're walking around, you realize, you become aware of Baywatch, you go, okay, I guess for the rest of my life I'm just going to be really into Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This yeah.
0: is it. A lot of things of that era. I remember Rose McGowan at that yeah. MTV Awards or the Oscars when or she was, When she went with Marilyn. Marilyn, and she's got, no back on her dress completely mm. oh my no god I, even. I cut that out of a magazine
3: <laughs> that when I was, was about seven years old that dress was all seams yeah um and there was um there was, another <laughs> there was g- all the seams yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, beautiful. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> then okay. A- so, who was next after that? A little is this-
0: funny. This is a little bit funny. This is the
3: one you predicted, <laughs> right? Yes.
0: I- when we said th- when we were watching this, it was like '90s. I was trying to predict who would be on there. Who would be the gag? Yeah. And th- I got the gag correct.
3: Yeah. You called it straight away. Yeah. And I want to give everyone out there a moment to imagine what you think the joke. Entry on this list will be Yeah, take
0: a second It's the 90s 1997 Top 90s babes
3: Who would be a a joke entry on this list? What would be
0: funny in that era?
3: Okay, so you've all pictured one right now in your mind Alexi did He called it out loud Now let's see what it is RuPaul You got it, baby Yes, dude How strange is that? That you called it and not guys, that strange. I think I it's guess. not
0: that hard to imagine. Who was in
3: uh, was in the Brady Bunch movies around that time. Yes,
0: or uh, hosted uh, Grammys with Elton John, I mm-hmm. believe, and they had like a uh, a popular single together, a duet. Really, Elton? Yes, and RuPaul. Elton and RuPaul. Was it and... Candle in the Wind? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, honey. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I think as well. I. I, I predicted it because it was it was obvious. Yeah. It was true because RuPaul Famously is a man in drag. She's a, a drag man, queen. baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And do you think you, that would have been funny yeah. had that been in there?
3: But if only they put any real effort into making mm. producing this yeah. thing, they, they would have had cameos. They like could have that. tried
0: to get RuPaul down. But
3: there was no cameos in mm.
0: But I that's I think the maybe the modern equivalent of what this is is modern drag. That's yeah. like the closest because this kind of format uh, of sh- of like a party type vibe. That's what drag is because drag is funny and it's fun and singing and dancing and lip syncing. But it's not stand up like it's not just people performing mm. on stage. Mm. It is like little silly jokes like this. It's a party vibe. It's yeah. an atmosphere, and I think that's I, th- I that's why I kind of liked having a little RuPaul joke in it's there because that's, a bit that's like when cabaret or something. Yeah, as well. exactly. Mm. Yeah,
3: yeah. I thought. Uh- I thought the RuPaul gag was um, not my not my cup of tea, mm. as it were, or nutty coffee yes. either. Not my cup of tea, ming tea. <laughs> because, <laughs> the, because the joke is Austin saying, and of course RuPaul, boy, I'd love to shag her rotten, or I'd love yeah. to shag that African queen, or <laughs> You'd something. Say that African
0: queen, and then f-
3: of- and then a fembot leans over and whispers in mm. his ear. Presumably, I mean, we can't hear it. It's much hey, like the Lost in Translation hey, scene. Austin. Austin, yeah, she's got a huge tongue, dude. And then Austin she's goes, "Tucked in, tucked in." Oh, never mind. Moving on, baby. And yeah. then he moves on.
0: And I kind of would have loved to have seen Austin be still horny.
3: Yeah, me too. I was kind of going, "Here's your moment." You know, if this was made Own now, it, Austin, yeah, be more woke. work, work it, girl. Like if if we produced this now, Austin would have said like. So what, baby? Or something like that. It's 2017, baby. Yeah. Um, Human sexuality's a
0: spectrum, baby. She's fishy, lady. That's a drag term.
3: Okay, fishy? Fishy. I've been watching Drag Race.
0: Mm, New season coming out at the end of the month. Me excited.
3: (laughs) Me horny. But (laughs) if I can uh, recommend any horny babies out there who want to learn more about RuPaul... Listen to RuPaul's episode of WTF with Mark Marin. If you're not familiar with Mark Marin, it's kind of like the modern version of what the Spice Girls used to be. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's similar to that.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, and it's. <laughs> It's a really great episode. Yeah. R- RuPaul talks about his whole life. It's the best.
0: Yeah. RuPaul, one of my heroes. I love you.
3: Yeah. I love you too. The <laughs> next one. <laughs> okay. I wasn't talking to you, Oh, mate. shit. No, cool. Uh, the next Moving one- on,
0: baby. The next one was Courtney Cox. Oh, yeah. What was the joke there? <laughs> the you joke- liked the joke. The joke, very it Said with a name like that, who needs friends? Really good. <laughs> it
3: <laughs> really just funny. tickled me. Yeah. How could it not? It's really funny. That's good.
0: <laughs> a joke about someone whose name is Cock. Yeah. Funny. Very funny. Then the next one, uh, Princess Di.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Princess Diana. This could not... Can you please Google when Princess Diana Mm -hmm. tragically left this mortal coil? Because (laughs) I don't think it was much longer after this, right? Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now. Because, yeah, Princess Diana comes up... September. Of that year. Of that year. So, this is... Wild, yeah. This is so. This would have been
0: April. This would have been April yeah. that this had come out around there. Well,
3: hang on. When's award season? Because this would have come out just before um, award season, <laughs> <laughs> just to qualify for it. Yeah, just to qualify. Uh, for well, Oscars.
0: award season, of course, is in January, February of yeah, the following the year. Yeah, but this. Oh, there, so the Austin Powers came out May second, nineteen ninety seven. Okay, so this is advertising for that. And so, so
3: in by the time this was made, Princess Diana was still very much with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was cheating on her husband <laughs> no i think they would have been divorced by this point yeah well i mean i still think that's cheating in the eyes of the lord okay <laughs> and uh yeah so austin implies that he's slept with um england's right he
0: shagged her yeah and i think that's awesome i think that's great because she is cool diana i think would have laughed at something like
3: yeah that. diana famously danced with john travolta at the white house you know, yeah, she's in touch with pop culture, yeah,
0: exactly. She's cool, she's I, cool. Princess Diana, she's she was such a
3: she fucks, she was
0: such a hip bird, yeah, she as was Austin a would have said, very say. groovy lady, very, very groovy woman. And I think, um, yeah, I miss her, miss Diana. Yeah. Never met her, but I miss her.
3: But not long after this, she did tragically pass away, yeah, and, and that's a shame. When you watch this game, it
0: is because that's all you can think of. It. It's like, oh shit, how close is this uh, in uh, time? I
3: was like, Austin, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> no, Austin.
0: I was really scared that he was going to find out during the sketch. <laughs> that's what was my biggest fear was that he was going to find out. The like, Fembot would lean like, over again because we just saw the Rupaul one whisper in his ear. He's
3: yeah. like, Austin, shit, and the, the Fembot would lean over and go, Austin, she tragically <laughs> perished in a tunnel in Paris. While fling the paparazzi. And then Austin would go, oh, well, that's one tunnel. We won't be going down, baby. <laughs> or it would have just been like, oh, and
0: then that would be the actual end of the broadcast. Just like, <laughs> off, it Just cuts to a, an in memoriam. Mm. Very sad. Very sad. But, you know, Diana absolutely deserves to be on the list.
3: Absolutely. She's absolutely. one of the great 90s babes. She's yeah. iconic. Um, I'd say she should have been a little higher up the list.
0: Well, they'd never number it. He keeps on saying near the top of the list is Halle Berry. She was like the third one he said. So. Yeah, right. Then the next one is Liv Tyler.
3: Oh, yep, 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 yep. Very much an iconic 90s babe.
0: He, yeah, and he said that she's got the beautiful lips just... She must have got them from her mother. Then it cuts to uh, a really disturbing close-up of <laughs> Steven Tyler.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Who would
0: have been mates with Austin?
3: Yeah, they would Wayne more, or Mike. I maybe mean. probably more Wayne. Well they well, yeah. they feel they hung out. That's true. They, yeah, Many they a would time. know each other from the Waynes World sketches mm. and cinema experiences. Yeah. Um and do you think that's fair for Mike to be friends with Steve Tyler but also ogling his daughter publicly? <laughs> um I don't know. I think it's not on amongst mates. Yeah, because they're mates. I it's mean it's like Steve an unwritten Tyler, rule, isn't yeah. it? Don't Call my daughter hot
0: on, <laughs> yeah, TV. on TV. even if you up like an English character. <laughs> yeah. You can't do it. It's not on. I would be It's just furious not good.
3: if you did it. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: I hope I don't. I hope you don't. Eh? I hope I don't. Mm. I really, really hope I don't. <laughs> and then the final person on the list who we've talked about them to uh, to endlessly on this podcast already, we're huge fans of them, members of their fan club, the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls. Do you wish he had gone in and ranked them?
3: Now, <laughs> no, because I already have done that in really? my brain.
0: What do you think it was? They're all even. They're all tens. Really? For me, they're all nines. Ginger, Jerry Halliwell, ten. Oh, really? Yes. They're equal yes. in your mind. The rest of them are. She's above. She wow. is cool because she is a feminist, and that was her whole personality.
3: Actually, her whole personality was ginger.
0: Yeah, but that, because that's not personality. <laughs> Scary baby, that's personalities. <laughs> yeah. Sporty, posh, personality. Ginger is not a personality.
3: Isn't it interesting that posh is the only one who still gets called posh? Mm. All these years later. Yeah. People still call her posh. Because I guess she hasn't done much else, and that's about be well, posh. She's no, gotten posher, she's, if yeah, anything. Exactly. She's gotten posher. She's far posher now. Yeah. Mm. Um. I liked Jerry as well. Do you remember when she left? Yes, I'll never forget. I was in year six, and all the girls cried. And yeah. The boys didn't understand, but we were there to be shoulders. Yeah, exactly. And that was my sexual <laughs> awakening. <laughs> It's Raining Man. That was her first single, wasn't it? Yeah, you're right, it was. a solo act. And then she did The Lady as a Tramp. Or maybe that was from the second Spice Girls album. Anyway, look, I'm a big fan. Mm, yeah. She was great. My uh, my friend Pat really loved Baby.
0: Emma Bunton.
3: Emma Baby Bunton. Bunton. And I think in hindsight, maybe she was the obvious sexy choice, but I was always a posh mm. boy.
0: I think I, um, they're all cool.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, good on them. They're icons. <laughs> yeah, we should
0: do a Spice Girls podcast <laughs> instead of this. I think uh, we love them just as much. Yeah, I
3: can't really find anything to make fun of them about. Mm. I still think wannabes a a banger.
0: I'm 100% going to download their best of as soon as this ends. Hey
3: man, I'll just transfer it over to you from my iPod. Okay,
0: awesome. <laughs> just a little swick it over. Yeah, there it is. So, we're coming to the end of this. Mm-hmm. Did this make you horny,
3: baby? Can I answer for you? Yes. Because I know for a fact that it I made you I humped my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was humping. You dry humped a pillow. You made yeah. me film it. <laughs> and we uploaded it to Pornhub. Pornhub.com slash <laughs> mic check hump.
0: Everyone that's our new dad's the mic check hump. <laughs> Are you going to do the mic check hump?
3: Uh, you could not take your eyes off one of the ah, extras. There was
0: one, there was one dancing <laughs> girl. She yeah. was, was so charming. Yeah. Really, I was like, I want to find out what that actress has done since then, because a lot of the actors, they kind of, they were like just hanging around and they looked very bored. Yeah. And they weren't putting the effort in. There was this one extra in a check, checkered shirt. She kind of looked like Alicia Silverstone. Sure. And I thought she had charisma, Stop uniqueness, yeah. nerve and talent. Yeah all the elements that require stardom. Exactly. That's wow. that is charisma, uniqueness, nerve and talent and also funny, sexy, cool. She yep. was funny, she was sexy, and god damn it she were cool. And there
3: was a part there cuz you kept you brought it up about 3 times like that that extra in the checkered shirt. She's really bringing something extra to this. Yeah. Like she's really bringing a special vibe. Yeah. She's beautiful. Look how good she is at dancing. And then at a certain point because I wasn't really responding. You were um, so desperate for affirmation (laughs) that you even said, look, Mike can't even take his eyes off her. (laughs) Even Austin's checking her out. You just really wanted kinship with someone. You made this leap in your mind. (laughs) And then I finally sensed that you wanted validation, (laughs) and I reached out to you and said, yeah, she's very beautiful. (laughs) That did happen. You loved it. (laughs) You've gone bright red, you're embarrassed.
0: I'll attest to it. I'll own up to it. Everything Cameron said, 100% true. (laughs) Every word of it was true. Except I didn't hump my pillow. That was a goof that we were saying. (laughs) Just to let the record show, I didn't hump anything today.
3: Nothing got humped, but it is still early. So Mm. we could always fit one in. I think this might have been one of the... Like, I think it's not, maybe not the
0: horniest Austin thing, Mm. but just it existing, us getting to see it, us experiencing it, him talking directly to me, into my eyes, through to my heart, horniest thing for me of all of them, (laughs) (laughs) of all the things we've done and watched, this is the horniest one for me. Oh my god,
3: do you think it has anything to do with the fact that... Austin says his catchphrase, "Do I make you horny?" More in this more, than yes. in anything else. Yeah, he
0: doesn't even say in, Gost- in, G- in, in Ghost in Goston Powers, Ghost Member in <laughs> Ghost Member. Yeah, no, I think he, in Austin in Austin Pussy, uh, he does say it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But Tom does. Cruise, Tom Cruise, as Austin, yeah, Bowers
3: says it. Yeah, he says it. I think about uh, I want to estimate seventy-three times in yes. this broadcast because. There was no script, I don't think, or Mm. if there was, it was very minimal. It was just
0: lines. It would have just been lines and then editing after.
3: Yeah, and I think that because that was the catchphrase they wanted to take off, he just keeps saying it Mm. again and again and again and again. And, And at a certain point, this is also verbatim something you said, he said rhetorically to the audience, do I make you horny, baby? And you answered, yes, Austin. <laughs> yeah, I did. Like a child watching like it- a- Or like how I was at a drag show where I just go,
0: yes, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledge me.
3: <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I guess it was a pretty horny one. I think um, I- we're checking it. Mm. I think this is great. Yeah, I'm checking it. I'm checking it is really great. I don't think it's like- It's not a movie. It's not even a TV show, Mm. but, like, you just got to watch it because it's it's New Austin to us. And it's also so bizarre and unique. It feels like... Mm, it's a new, like you said It's a new format for a character we've yeah. come to love And that's very exciting Did you think
0: it was odd Dr. Evil was not at all
3: No way, man You've got to keep Dr. Evil for the cinematic universe That's a surprise for mm. the audience members When they come see it
0: I was reading uh, on IMDB Someone had left quite a lengthy review of this I skimmed through it And he said in that era They didn't see Dr. Evil at all until the movie
3: Well, he wasn't in any trailers Yeah That's great. Around that time. Take note, marketing gurus. Save Mm. something for the big screen. Learn something from the original guru. (laughs) The love guru. Coming up soon on
0: Mic Check. Love guru, baby. (laughs) We're getting closer. I can sense it. I'm scared. I'm terrified. I'm getting really scared for love guru.
3: Me too. I think... um we're gonna have to do something special with it because mm. uh, I, I think we're gonna need friends to get through it.
0: Yeah, Good. I think I w- I think we'll probably do this live.
3: We might have to do it live.
0: We'll do our. You'll be the first people to see our immediate reactions to how we thought of the Love Guru
3: live from New York. It's the Love Guru, baby. <laughs> Well this was an interesting one. I'm glad we watched it mm-hmm. and thank you Bo on Facebook for clueing us into this yeah. awesome and bizarre treat. Yes. Thank you so much for listening as well. If you'd like to find it, you can buy it. It's only $40. I
0: think there's one copy left on eBay, so I know Bo also bought yeah. one.
3: <laughs> so get in quick, guys. Either that or we might just rip it and upload yeah, it. Yeah, we'll YouTube try and do something. that. We're
0: going to try and do that.
3: Yeah, it would probably be better for you guys if we just did something illegal. Here. Yeah,
0: and um, we will cut this part out of the podcast. No
3: way. Leave yeah. it in for okay. posterity. All right. Mm.
0: Uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of My Check with Cameron James and Lexi Tolley. You can talk to us on Twitter at MikeCheckPod. Check Pod. You can also chat to us on Facebook Messenger or posting on our wall there. Mike
3: Check with Cameron James and Lexi Toliopoulos. I'm on Twitter at this is Lexi. Cameron's on Twitter at I am Cameron James. And also please swing over to iTunes and swing us a five star review while mm-hmm. you're there. And you know, give us a title of another spin-off episode you'd like us to do about another famous comedy actor. Do we have any cool examples?
0: Yes. My Winona. Oh.
3: That comes from
0: aeaeae AE <laughs> 2016.
3: That's great. Really,
0: uh, really excited to do
3: that one. My Winona, that'll be very exciting. Maybe we could do um ooh, one of the Tim Burton spookfests. Oh. <laughs>
0: creepy, creepy, Cre- crawly. Creepy, crawly, cool. Oh, we could. <laughs> <laughs> well you can't ask for more than that guys. Thanks for listening to Mike Check. We'll Thank see you, you so next much. time. And remember to always be horny.
3: I never won't be. It's my check! It's my check! The podcast!